0: Hi, and welcome to the Heart Breath Therapist. This is Loretta Chella, and it has been a minute, it's been a minute, and I really felt called this morning to pop on and record an episode um, about something that's tenderly touching my life right now, and I feel like I've come on to another level of awareness and understanding, and I really wanted to share it. I try not to share things when it's in the raw, because when we're in the raw, it's a, we have a hard time seeing the whole picture because we're in it. And so now that I've stepped out of it just a little, I wanted to come on here and I want to talk about it because I know there's so many people collectively that are experiencing very similar um, transitions in their lives. So if you're going through something or just gone through something, or maybe you've already gone through it, and this is a great perspective, um, a shared perspective that you will have, is that when we go through unexpected changes, when we are going through unexpected changes, it is life redirecting us into a deeper connection with ourselves and life collectively in the wellness as a whole. So if we share this perspective, you and I, and I'm going to guess that you are listening to this podcast because you share this perspective then these challenging and difficult circumstances are actually happening for us and the challenging part within that is the harder that it hits us at a core level the more profound the gifts because there is a belief or a wound that needs to be healed it needs to be shifted transformed so that our gifts can come out into the world even more And that takes a lot of humility, and it takes a lot of uh, grounding, support, and energy to see, feel, and experience the healing that needs to happen in that core space. And I do this work with other people, and I've done this work personally, and this particular circumstance in my life right now has probably hit me the hardest that it has ever hit me in my entire life. Really has shaken me at the deepest core level. And I'm grateful that I have this awareness, and the process was absolutely terrible. I've felt moments of death in my life, and not the physical death, though I've had some, you know, situations where that fear has come in, but I'm talking about a deep, soulful, emotional death. And that happened to me four weeks ago. Um, when a court decided that my daughter's father was, and his family was more equipped and resourced and privileged, um, than I as an independent mother. And there's lots of other factors that come into play, but in the just, that's what it was. And i have worked so hard and i'm sharing this part for a reason this is not a um it's an important piece i've worked so hard to be a great mother i've worked so hard to heal and be an example and a role model for my daughter um and the way that this played out felt like a big slap to the work the process Uh, My ego took a big hit because of the amount that I labeled the worthiness of what I was doing. And, um, And so I should, I should honor that work and I should be, you know, acknowledging that work. But what it did when that was not validated was it brought up a very deep, deep root of pain of not enoughness. Now, I've always thought that I was enough and I always, you know, all these things. But there was a deeper layer and is a deeper layer of awareness around the value as a woman, as a mother, uh, and the efforts that we put into the world that are not appreciated in the world in which that we live in. And having been separated from my daughter for most of the last four weeks has been a real awareness about how much I've sacrificed in my own personal life to be that mother, to be that practitioner. And so I've had a lot of time to sit. I've had a lot of time to be, I've had a lot of time to look at where I've Drop the ball and where I needed to drop the ball, and where I placed value where value really didn't need to be placed, and in essence, reassessing and reevaluating and just coming back into my heart about what truly matters and it's been eye opening it's been so eye opening about how I have chosen, or not unconsciously, through programming, societal, cultural programming, to lead my life as a mother and where I can be more aligned and connected and where I can let go and surrender and trust and have more faith. One of the things that I have come to a deep awareness around is that when we fear, we control. And we can see this in all parts of our world. When we fear, we control. When we trust and have faith and operate from a heart level, there's no need for control. There is no need for um, manipulation or... Uh, condemnation or any of those things because we just operate from our own inner truth. And as a result, we allow others to operate from their own inner truth. And so the more that we fear, the more that we control, and the more that we control, the more there's resistance, and the more resistance, the more there is war. And that war can take place in many different ways. Right now, we're seeing the war in Iran, where women are contesting the laws of the hijab. We are seeing war around our financial systems, our political systems, race, food, water. We're seeing all of these wars around inequities and injustices in the world. And these wars are important. And at the same time, it is an evolution of change that must occur for us to be more in connection and out of fear. People are tired of being afraid. And a friend of mine pointed out that for the last five years, I have been walking on eggshells to preserve my relationship with my daughter because of her father. And as a result, there's this fire underneath that I have had to look at because the fear is not aligned with the essence of who I am. And I honestly didn't even know that it was fear. And the more that I use the tools that I use with clients, the more that I started to dip into this whole grounding uh, of heart and breath and nature and the essence of who we truly are. And there's lots of different religions and spiritual practices that will align so Um, I'm going to assume that when I'm speaking and you're listening, this is going to resonate with you based in, you know, your own knowledge and your own awareness, your own life experiences, because this is transcendent upon, you know, particular situations or circumstances. It's the essence of the world that when we are in fear, we control. And when we control, there's resistance. And when there's resistance, there is war. There is challenges internally, externally, And sometimes those wars are essential in order to create change. There's a fire that is lit because we've had enough. And when that fire is lit, we have a choice. It could either burn us or it can transcend. And so this is where, you know, I look at and where I have been working on and where I wanted to pop on here, was around the essence of a chosen path of ease and grace. How do I create more peace, steadfast energy and wisdom so that I can effectively support my individual need for evolution and my calling for collective healing? which is part of why I believe that I'm here, which is why I choose the work that I do around our heart and our breath and coaching and supporting people, especially women. Um, And the more that I dip into this grounding practice of being with my breath and in in my heart energy and removing the self-doubt, the enoughness, the worthiness, and I drip into the importance of or drop into the importance of mothering and unconditional love, not just for my child but for myself, the deeper I come into this awareness that it's all happening for me and I was just taking a walk on the beach as I do either the beach or the forest every morning, and I connect with nature and i um I do the green Tara meditation uh, chant, uh, which is for liberation. And I ran into a neighbor uh, Anne, and she's such a lovely woman. She's in her seventies and um, I always just have such beautiful conversations. She's just got beautiful energy. And we, I shared a little bit about what's going on and um, we had this chat and she said, you know, what I know of you is that you always see there's possibility on the other side that God is guiding in their time, not yours. And, it is so true. Like, it's just she always has these beautiful little gems that she throws in. And, and she said, You know, you're going to make good with this. And I know I'm going to make good with this because the heart is calling me to do that. If we are on a path of war, of that fire, where we want more revenge than connection, it is destructive. And we can allow other people and their destructive paths to take them down. And we can also, on the flip side, use the path of destruction in order for heart energy to expand so that we can come into a deeper path of connection and alignment. So really important when we're looking at this, when we're looking at these challenges that we face in our lives that are unexpected and harsh and really hit us to our core is what are we doing with it. But there's a process that we need to go through. So I want to talk a little bit for a moment about that process. When these hard times hit, there are natural reactions that we have. We fight. We freeze. We fawn. Right? So there's these natural reactions that we have. And then once we've recognized and come into these natural reactions and allow the process of grieving and the energy of fear or fire or anything that comes up, allowing that energy to come through, we have to allow it. We have to stop ourselves. We've got to allow that process. The key is not allowing it outward. It is about the process of inward until it's settled, especially in if, you're, if you're into human design and you have an emotional center like I do. We have to allow that emotion to move through. Once that emotion is moved through, we find a better grounding and connection. So we allow the human, human chemicals to run through our body. And then we come into the heart energy and we're able to ground in. We're going to get some really clear guidance as to what is the most profound and important step for us. And oftentimes that is the hardest part because we have to get really humble and we have to get really connected to to that space, that healing, so that the fire that we do use for change is lit and does not go out. If we are not in a full state of true heart fire like that connection there's burn you burn burn, you'll crash and burn this is why you burn out right this is why we you know we come this is the difference between um passion and um true essence of fire. So passion is something that feels great and intense and emotional and incredible in the moment. So if we're having this difficult time and we're feeling on fire, we're going to take action. uh, There's a burnout that happens because it's fueled by ego. When that energy, and I use it as the shakti energy, the energy that comes in our body through the universal heart and then comes out into the world, that is ever-sustaining. It is not based on ego. It is based on deep and profound truth. And if we go back to history and we look at the advocates of our world, the activists that truly come from a place of heart, they were able to sustain so many challenges and obstacles through their lives because that Shakti the energy, that heart energy, that divine force within themselves sustained and guided them. The ego will always crash. It cannot sustain because it's not fueled in truth. And even as I say that, I can feel the force of energy and you may notice the shift in the tone of the voice because it is truth. This is the truth of it coming through us, the Shakti energy. I've become so aware in the last few weeks in meditation and awarenesses that many of my practices have been based and fueled from ego. Intertwined is the, is the energy of the heart. But there's an underlying pain that had fueled that energy. And this experience has been a calling to shift that. It has been a calling for transformation at the deepest, most profound layer of self so that I can be of better service in the world. Not just to other, not just to my daughter, who is my main service, but to myself. Most of my practices over the last 20 years, more specifically the last 15, I've come to this awareness. And I'm pretty sure at some point I've talked about this in my podcast, but we humans are split between an individual and a collective, the I and the we. I, as an individual, and the research that we did in all the countries through my nonprofit organization passion to lead or that point passion foundation global sorority was that the cultures that were framed and I often had higher levels of anxiety and depression because there was a separation and actually Gabor Mate talks about that a lot in his in his recent book the myth of normal which is brilliant if you have not picked it up yet or listened to it And the I culture is about power. And sometimes that's important. There's good pieces of that. Everything's on a polarity, right? In other cultures around the world, they actually have, if you have conversations, it's always a we conversation. I for we. It's always we. I want to do for we. The challenge is on a polarity. The we, the collective, for the collective, is powerful. When the I, though, is not held, the I suffers. So I suffers for the collective. But when we bring the two together, the power of I and the power of we, and we merge the two, that I matter for the sake and the value added to we, so when I rise, we rise. This is a feminine, this is like a, uh, a feminine energy. I rise so we can rise. Not I rise so I can dominate. I rise so I can control. I rise so I can have power. I rise so that I can be a millionaire or I can be whatever it is. I can be fed. I can have, you know, whatever. It's I rise so we can thrive. I thrive so we can thrive. Right? It's like a mother energy. When a mother rises, a family rises, the children rise. The healthier the mother, the healthier the family. There's lots of research around that. And so when we go back from a spiritual standpoint, we go from a heart standpoint. When we're going through these challenges, when we're going through these changes, when we're going through these transformations, if we can come from that place, the world will begin to change. So we allow the natural emotion of the fight, flight, freeze, or spawn response. We allow that emotion to move through us. We take time to honor the experiences of, And then we begin to ground ourselves and connect to the essence of who we are. And as we connect to the essence of who we are, then we can then step deeper into the heart power. And as we step deeper into the heart power, we can then unravel these feelings and these connections of unworthiness so that we can transform our lives and begin to thrive in a way that allow us to then move into a collective thriving state of being. I really felt called to share this. I didn't know where we we're going to go with this today, but I, I just had a, an intuitive calling to share this. So if you're going through a big transition or maybe in the future, you're going to go, you know, everybody's going to go through big transitions in their lives. Allow yourself the time to for your humanness to feel the impacts so that you can move that energy aside and deepen the connection to the heart. And allow the heart to guide you. Allow the heart to move you into a higher state of frequency and being. And as you do that, those earthly experiences, the human experiences, will then begin to move through and past you. I hope you enjoyed today's download and uh, stay tuned. There is absolutely more coming your way.